Hello, everyone. I'm Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox podcast. And you can check out my website at myersdetox.com. Please go there and subscribe to my newsletter if you want to get all the latest cutting edge tips on how to detox your body and the latest news on toxins in our environment and how they're affecting us. So today we have Dr. Jennifer Gremmeth on the show. This is such a good show. She's going to be talking about surprising ways to unblock your lymphatic system and how to facilitate drainage and lip drainage. We have so many interesting tips today on the show. We're going to be talking about the top tips that you can do at home to help drain your lymphatic system. We'll talk about the top tool that Dr. Gramath uses in her practice that uses inert gases to facilitate lymph drainage that works way better than lymphatic drainage massage. So that helps. Um, But we talk about how lymphatic drainage uh, massage is just kind of superficial and her techniques get uh, very deep into the tissues. And we'll talk about lymphedemia, which is blocked or thickened lymph, um, can be mistaken for weight gain. Some people think that they're gaining weight, but it's really just their lymphatic system fluid is building up and not draining and recycling properly. We'll also talk about how the lymph is a key component of your immune system. It's not just to drain toxins, there's much more to it than that. And it feeds nutrients throughout the body as well. Very important to optimize its functioning. We'll talk about how juice fasting cleanses the lymph and how long you have to do a juice cleanse to optimize lymph. We'll talk about why Dr. Jennifer Gramath believes that all illness is the product of underlying emotional trauma, something I've talked about over and over again on the show. We'll talk about the specific types of trauma that block the lymphatic system. And we'll talk about the biofeedback, bioenergetic system that she uses called the Evox Zyto. It's part of the Zyto bioenergetic system, but the Evox is used to scan and address emotional trauma. And she uses that in her her clinic. And we'll also talk about her online certification program for assisted lymph drainage uh, that therapists use, doctors, physical therapists, and a massage therapist use worldwide and how you can do that also. So such a good show. And Dr. Gramath was also one of the, uh, the doctors that participated in our Harmony Pendant study. We had about 100 different clients, patients, and eight different doctors do the study on this Harmony Pendant. You can learn more at harmonypendant.com. And you can look at the two white papers based on that study. And, um, and so also, if you're listening to the show, you're concerned about detox, I created a quiz called heavymetalsquiz.com. You can go there and take the two minute quiz. And after that, you get a free video series that answers all your burning questions on how to get started with detox. So go check that out, please. And if you like what you're hearing on the show today, if you like what you heard so far and you're interested, please click that like button below, click the subscribe button, subscribe to my channel. So you get all the latest tips on how to detox and how to optimize your health. We talk about so much more than detox um, on the show. So our guest today, Dr. Jennifer Gramet, has a 20 year background in the medical field in internal medicine and holds a doctorate of naturopathy accredited by the American Naturopathic Medical and Accreditation Board. And Jennifer is also the founder and president of Rightwell Health and Wellness. And she shares her many years of traditional medical training and education 
plus her skills and knowledge as a naturopathic doctor and lymphatic decongestive practitioner and instructor. Jennifer is certified through the Academy of Lymphatic Studies and Manual Lymph Drainage and Complete Decongestive Therapy and specializes in nutritional counseling, lymphatic decongestive therapy, and low-level laser detox therapy. Jennifer has integrated cutting-edge energy medicine technologies into her practice with great success. She uses the Zytoscan. And in addition to serving her local clients, Jennifer can be found training therapists and providing nutritional assessments and counseling to offices across the country. She also trains medical doctors around the world as well. And you can learn more about Jennifer and her work and her training, her online trainings at rightwayhealthandwellness.com. Jennifer, thanks so much for joining the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and, uh, and what you do? All right. Well, my background is I'm kind of retired from mainstream medicine. As a nurse, I worked in cardiology, oncology, and internal medicine. And, you know, my journey transitioned with the diagnosis of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma for my father. And, uh, of course, we did chemo and radiation, and that's all I knew to do at that point. Very young in my career. It destroyed his heart. They gave him less than, you know, two months to live. And so uh, I was devastated. Working in the field of oncology, you know, I I didn't think there were any other alternatives. And so fortunately for me, I was very blessed to have a director that knew all about what we called back then alternative medicine. Today we call functional medicine. And uh, he steered me in the right direction with introducing me to a man who had cured himself of a brain tumor. And that changed my direction. And I went back to school and became a naturopathic doctor after my father survived the two months and the tumors, you know, shrunk half their size. And six months, a year later, he was pronounced cancer free and still working in the same field while going to school. You know, it was hard to swallow. And so eventually I went full into functional medicine and started working with cancer patients that way, helping them to change their diet, their lifestyle, later found the importance of mind-body connection and that, you know, I noticed that with some of the patients that would not heal, they had very deep trauma and uh, I didn't feel like I was qualified at that point in time to help them through that trauma, but they would, you know, they'd get a little bit better and then they would, we would hit a wall and, So I went back to school to become a psychologist because I wanted to be able to, you know, help them walk that journey as well. Uh, Meantime, I started seeing a lot of lymphedema patients and didn't know what to do with that (laughs) either because, you know, in my field prior to that in oncology, we remove lymph nodes, we radiate the body, uh, we cause most of the lymphedema cases, and I didn't know, well, I knew very little. I mean, we had about a chapter in nursing school about the lymphatic system, and so it's very elementary, my background with that, until I went back to school and became a lymphedema specialist, 
And that's when, you know, my direction shifted again. And that's why I specialize in the immune system. So as a naturopathic doctor now, an lymphedema specialist, I help people to rebuild their immune system, to support their immune system, to heal their body using the lymphatic system. Yeah, I love that you you talk about emotional trauma and dealing with mm-hmm. that, and I, I so resonate with that. I just think so many underlying health conditions are the result of emotional trauma, and that's why I'm talking about it more and more and more on the show and yeah. doing my own personal work with emotional trauma and transmuting and releasing that. It's such important work, especially yeah. if you feel like you keep putting a wall. Um, so tell us about uh, lymphedema. So what are the symptoms of that? When should, you know, how does someone figure out if they have lymphedema? Right. And it's really going to be up to the client to figure that out, unfortunately. Because if you wait to the point that a physician finally figures it out, you're going to be in one of the later stages. And so I was actually speaking a few years ago in Mexico City to a group of Uh, physicians, medical doctors about lymphatic health and lymphedema. And I asked the audience, I said, how many of you know how to properly diagnose? And I had one doctor in a group of 400 that knew or felt comfortable diagnosing that and then knowing what to do for that. And so, you know, the first thing, if you've had radiation and you've, or you've had surgery, whether it's to remove lymph nodes or just, you know, abdominal surgery, if you start to notice that you're beginning to swell and your your skin is getting tight and thick and uncomfortable, that is the early signs of lymphedema. Now, as it progresses, you can do what is called the stimmer sign. So the affected area, you can press with your finger or your thumb. And if it leaves the indentation, that is a sign that the lymphatic fluid has turned to a very congested state like butter and your lymph is blocked, you know, as we talked about earlier. So, you know, that would be considered more of a stage two. And then when you get to stage four, it's elephantitis, it's fibrotic, it's hard. And unfortunately, in mainstream medicine, you know, all we have is manual massage and bandaging and compression. And that's what I'm trained to do as well, you know, but I don't do that because most of my clients back then when I got certified, they were not compliant. You know, they didn't want to come into my office and let me massage them for, you know, hours and wrap them up in bandages and leave there. And most times the bandages would fall off or and they would try to rewrap and they would cause more damage than before. And so it just it didn't work for me for the bulk of the clients that I was dealing with with lymphedema. And that's one reason I started searching for an instrument, a tool that I could use to get the same effects or better without them having to come into my office. And that's why I had the XP2 lymphatic drainage device developed for that particular group of uh, patients that I was seeing. But then I found out that, you know, your lymphatic system is not just about lymphedema. We could all benefit from a functioning lymphatic system 
because it's the very system that encompasses our immune system. And so what chronic disease process or acute process doesn't have to do with the immune system. There's not any. They all have to do with the immune system. So it is definitely a foundational therapy in my practice and the practices that I work with worldwide. Yeah, and then the lymphatic system carries the toxins out of your body right. as well. It's one of right. the roots, and so we, we've got to keep yeah. that. One of, the, one of the main routes, yeah, for most definitely. And that's what most people know about the lymphatic system is, oh, yeah, that's my detox system. But it's also the system that bathes every cell in the body with nutrients. And so you see a lot of people and a lot of practitioners like myself, you know, scratching our heads wondering, why are all these obese people so malnourished? And it's because they have a blocked, congested lymphatic system and they're not eating the foods that feed those systems and it's not being carried to the vital organs and glands. And so that's the first thing I noticed it, and I didn't notice it until until I started working with autistic children who are extremely malnourished because of the dysbiosis in the gut, the gluten sensitivity, the inflammation. And I started using lymphatic therapy with them with their supplement regimen and got absorption. I was able to, in most cases, bring their supplement load down to less than 50% and get better absorption, better, you know, um, response with them. And so that was remarkable because, you know, some of the protocols for autism is so extensive. I had parents bringing suitcases full of supplements into my office and, you know, just really struggling trying to get their children to ingest all of that and still not getting good absorption. And so was able to reduce it drastically. That's fantastic. Yeah, because it's not what you supplement with or eat. It's what you absorb that counts. Right. Right. Yeah, and so how does the lymphatic system get blocked in the first place? How do people develop uh, lymphedema and other issues related to, you know, their, you know, blocked lymph flow? Right. So typically it will begin with just inactivity. Your lymphatic system doesn't have an automatic pump like the circulatory system. So it requires movement, exercise, and so many people are have such a sedentary lifestyle that that starts, you know, the congestion. And so most Americans have a degree of congestion in their lymphatic system. Then when your hormones, when you're stressed out and you start secreting cortisol and things like that, that creates inflammation, all the dysbiosis, the glyphosate that we have exposures to that causes the leaky gut and then all of those toxins start leaking out into the blood, that blood and lymph, that creates congestion. And so there's a lot of different things. And it's, you know, we're just bombarded with toxicity. And then what what really amazed me was that emotional component. I can have a person who is raw vegan, you know, does 12 to 15 servings, which I recommend of fruits and vegetables a day. They do everything right, but they have extreme stress within seconds of them being in a stressful situation. Their lymphatic fluid goes from a watery consistency to like cottage cheese. And you can feel it when you do the assisted lymphatic therapy and you can see it if you do thermography. You can see it in a live blood cell analysis. 
And so that showed me the power of the emotions and the stress. And I mean, most of us have chronic stress, not just acute, acute stress is good, keeps us safe. And, you know, we respond, but chronic stress is what most of us are dealing with day after day after day. And we wonder why we have all this inflammation throughout our body. And that's one of the main reasons. And that's why I feel it's so important. I believe that every disease process, the underlying issue is emotional trauma. Yeah, I, I firmly believe that too now as well. Mm-hmm. And so so are there some simple tips that things that people can do at home to mm-hmm. facilitate lymphatic flow? Yeah, there are some things and movement is one of them. So exercise and it doesn't have to be really strenuous because uh, different people respond to exercise differently. So if you're like a type A blood, you know, you typically do well with yoga and you know, low impact exercise type. Oh, they like strenuous exercise. And so, you know, rebounding 10 minutes on a mini trampoline twice a day is great to do. We really need to start teaching our children to do that. I see more and more childhood illnesses. I mean, just in the last few weeks, I've had just a slew of children age 15, 14, struggling with dysbiosis, uh, lymphatic issues, brain fog, autism, you know, ADHD, depression, suicidal thoughts. And, you, you know, it's a big, big problem. And you cannot be healthy in your mind when your body is toxic. And if you're, you know, if you have all of this stress and you know, things that are unresolved, then your body's going to be in a state of inflammation. So it's a vicious cycle and people don't know really how to deal with that. So exercise for one, juicing for another, you know, juicing helps to give the body, feed the body the nutrients in a way that's very absorbable. And so it kind of bypasses the dysbiosis issue while we're trying to heal the gut And they get the critical nutrients that their body needs to function properly. And then, um, you know, if you have more like a stage three or stage four, then that's when you really need to see an assisted lymphatic therapist and get a deeper, you know, cleanse with something like uh, the XP2, which is an inert gas ionization device. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. That's really interesting. And I'm really okay. happy. I'm doing, I do exercise five days a week and awesome. I'm doing uh, juicing every day. So awesome. juicing for the win. Yeah. So I definitely <laughs> uh, checking those boxes off, but I, so tell us about the assisted uh, lymphatic therapy and what that entails and kind of results that you've seen with that. Right. So, you know, the assisted lymphatic therapy deals with not just a superficial lymph, which is mainly what manual lymphatic drainage deals with. And, and the superficial lymph is important. 70% of your lymphatic system is superficial. It's right underneath the skin. But that 30%, that 30% is in the gut. And we really can't get to that well manually. And so that's where the assisted lymphatic therapy comes in because that's where 70 to 80% of your immune system lies. So if you are dealing with any kind of chronic disease process, you're going to have to be able to reach 
where their immune system is in the lymphatic system and direct the immune system. And so that's what we do with the um, XP2. So I don't know if you can see this really well, but these are cases like uh, lymphedema. So this is the before picture of her arm. And this is a mastectomy where she had 10 lymph nodes removed. And you can see the swelling is two to three times bigger than her other um, arm would be. This is just after treatment. Now, manually, that's very difficult to do. And you would have to do day after day of manual massage, wrapping, and then put them in compression. This is done with the XP2, one to two treatments a week for an hour, no compression, no bandaging. Same thing up here. Congestive heart failure patient had swelling in the ankles, able to get it down drastically. So you can see that those more complicated cases can be um, treated very effectively. And, and patient, the main thing is patients are compliant. It is kind of like getting a full body massage because we do it with a full body approach. And I mean, we do the central nervous system, we do the full front of the body and the back of the body to stimulate superficial and deep lymphatic function. And so the types of conditions that can be benefited from that can be anything from chronic fatigue syndrome, neuropathy, fibromyalgia, any inflammatory issue. I've, I've worked on patients with glaucoma, macular degeneration, uh, we're doing it, for, of course, for lymphedema, but non-Hodgkin's lymphoma had a case where he had tumors the size of oranges under his arms and like a soccer ball in his abdomen. He had congestive heart failure, and his story is quite amazing. He went in and, you know, through the mainstream initially first. Uh, they couldn't do anything. They gave him just a short amount of time to live. He was young in his early 50s, I believe. And after just about six months of therapy, we were able to help um, repair his heart and then and get him off of being listed as congestive heart failure. We were able to reduce the size of the tumor. He's now thriving. And he actually has his own podcast um, that he shares his story and his journey and uh, his walk with me in his recovery. And so you see things like that all the time, you know, people. And But, you know, he's one of the first men to really deal with the physical issue, of course, the dietary changes. He followed everything to a T. But the most beautiful thing was that he was willing to address the emotional trauma. And he had a lot of emotional trauma that was surrounded with his church and some of the community and felt very betrayed. And And that's where he believes that his cancer just kind of progressed. And he was brokenhearted and, you know, that causes the heart condition. And But live and well and thriving uh, to this very day. Yeah, I love that. I love to hear stories like that and, and yeah. people, you know, having awareness and taking responsibility for their emotional trauma. It's so easy to fall into that trap and think if you have a physical issue, mm -hmm. it must be only a physical solution. You know, right. when there's uh, there's so much. And it's more never. 
It has yeah. so much more to it than that. Well, that's what people's got to realize is that you have these symptoms for a reason. Your symptoms lead you to figuring out the puzzle pieces of what's going on in your body. So pay close attention to your symptoms. You know, just like I had a cancer patient who had brain cancer and, you know, had struggled with making decisions in their life or struggled with feeling threatened and didn't want to deal with the emotional component. And so your body creates things in it to save you, to protect you, to bring you to an awareness that you will do something about it. So when you don't deal with your emotional trauma, it's downloaded into the body and it causes stagnation. And you can see that through testing. You can see where it causes the stagnation. And that's where many times, you know, cancer will progress or heart disease or diabetes. You know, all of that has to do emotionally. Heart disease has a lot to do with brokenheartedness. Uh, Diabetes is loss of sweetness of life, you know, and sometimes disgust lymphedema is feeling stuck and devalued and I have to protect myself. So a lot of times patients will develop lymphedema if they've been attacked, especially bilateral lymphedema in the legs. And I had that lady here with the arm. She Her emotional issue was that she always felt like she was had to be ready for a fight. And she was always attacked, attacked by her family, attacked by her ex-husband. So she developed lymphedema in the arm that she was always trying to defend herself with, which I found was, you know, very interesting because she actually had a total mastectomy and all the lymph nodes removed or a large number in both arms. So you would think it would happen in both, but no, it just happened in the one. And so it's, it's very amazing how... The brain and the body work together, and we really have to retrain our brains and our body to work together in a way that benefits us. And the only way that can happen if you listen to the messages your body's trying to give you. Yeah, and it's interesting. I think also people that have uh, weight gain or they think Mm -hmm. uh, something is weight gain, it can actually be lymphedema and swelling, especially people that are you know doing a lot of different things right mm-hmm. they're eating a good diet they're exercising they're doing everything right and they they just have you know, their body is swollen a little bit it could right. be edema right could be and many times they'll go to the doctor and they'll say you know what i just have all this thickness in my leg and hips and you know they'll say oh you just need to lose weight and when it's a lymphatic issue it's not about you know obesity and weight gain from the things that you eat just like you said it's your lymphatic system is not draining. And so the fluid will accumulate and you'll see that a lot. And sometimes it's not even lymphedema, it's lipedema. And that is inflammation in the adipose tissue. And that type of lymphatic disorder causes you to have a lot of pain and discomfort. So many people, you know, think that they have nerve damage or something like that. So there are so many uh, lymphatic disorders that people are not aware of and we need to become aware of and you can never go wrong by stimulating and supporting your lymphatic system and so do you you train practitioners in this do you have do you mm-hmm. just do this at your clinic or do you are there other no. practitioners that have been trained right so no i train all over the world and so my program the university is really about training 
qualified, you know, practitioners to do lymphatic therapy for a vast amount of different conditions. And so we have it in about 17 cancer clinics over in Asia, several here in the U.S. A lot of physical therapists now do it because that's typically who does lymphedema type treatments. Uh, we have massage therapists doing it. We have uh, clients learning how to do it for themselves. So if they have Lyme disease or they have lymphedema and they're going to need the therapy for the rest of their life, it's better for them just to learn how to do it themselves. So, And now all the training is virtual. And so we're able to do, you know, the A&P online along with the hands-on training for certification. So we do all the certification worldwide. Oh, that's amazing. So anyone listening here, they can get trained in doing yep. this lymphatic, uh, assisted lymphatic therapy? Correct. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And so where does the, the role of lymphatic drainage massage? Because that, that obviously seems like it'd be very helpful, but you know, obviously there's more advanced strategies, but if someone is right. listening and they're concerned about their lymph, can they get lymphatic drainage massage? Oh, most definitely. And there's lymphatic drainage massage therapists and there's PTs and PTAs all over the country that will do that uh, for you. And so, like I said, it addresses 70% of the lymphatic system, the superficial lymphatic system. So you're going to get benefit from it. Uh, It's just with those chronic cases. But when you do assisted lymphatic therapy, it's it's really the same technique as manual, just using the assistance of an inert gas ionization so you can go deeper into the body. We can get the lymph in the central nervous system. We can get the lymph in the gut activated. So, you know, it's very similar. So we have a lot of manually trained lymphatic therapists or lymphedema specialists that are now learning the assisted therapy and using that in their practice because it saves them time and they don't have to do the uh, necessarily have to do the compression or the bandaging. So it's a win-win for everyone. And so you said that the assisted lymphatic therapy is using um, inert gas ionization. Can you explain that a little bit more and kind of what that treatment looks like? So it's using a device that has argon, krypton, and xenon gases. And, you know, over since the 70s, we've been using this type of uh, technology for lymphatic conditions, for acne and things like that, and sinusitis and things like that. So those gases actually decongest the lymph. And so manually, when you are doing lymphatic therapy, you're moving congested lymph from one area to another by manually pressing against the skin in the body. Just the lymphatic therapy dissolves it, dissolves that congestion, turns it back to that watery state. So it turns it from that butter, cottage cheese, or fibrotic tissue back to that watery tissue that can flow easily through the collectors because these collectors can be the largest lymphatic vessel in the body is like a a string of yarn and then most of the collectors in the body are like a few strands of hair so you can imagine trying to push butter through through, you know a few strands of hair it's very difficult and that's why people get congested they swell and you know sometimes they notice it sometimes they don't they typically will notice it more when it's in an extremity but many times it's in the core and they don't notice it they just think that they're gaining weight or, you know, retaining fluid to some degree they would be. 
So that's fantastic. Yeah, because I've had a habit since I was a teenager. I actually went to two different massage schools when I was 19 Mm -hmm. to learn all about lymphatic drainage and a therapeutic massage. And so I've had a lifelong habit of getting at least once a month, getting a a deep tissue massage, but they end up doing, you know, the, you know, the lymphatic drainage, uh, a a version of that uh, during, during that type of massage. And I love Korean spas. They do like the the best massage ever on the planet. They know what they're doing there. (laughs) So that's, they they certainly do. Yes. Unfortunately, they don't, unfortunately they don't have that in Mexico, which I I know so much. Uh, yeah. but I'm sure I can find one somewhere. I, yeah, sure. But and but anyways, so why don't you tell the listeners where they can uh, work with you, where they can learn more about your work and about your training? Well, I my main office is right here in Atlanta, Georgia. But like I work with practitioners in you know many cities across the U.S. and then over in Asia. And so you can work directly with me here in Atlanta. You can work indirectly with me with one of my other practitioners. And then I have a team here too, or I have two other practitioners that work with me that are trained in lymphatic therapy. They are certified in the advanced level. They teach it. We have instructors all over. And like I said, now, because of COVID, it's 100% online. And so you can do training anywhere. And uh, we have trainings monthly. So all you need to do is just reach out to our office at Rightway Health and Wellness. And, you know, we can connect you with someone close to you who works directly with me, or we can work directly with you if you are in our area. Fantastic. And what is your website again? It is rightwayhealthandwellness.com. Fantastic. Fantastic. And, there, and what other therapies do you do there if you're a clinic? Well, so because my specialty um, is the immune system and I, I see all types of clients, I see cancer, Lyme, any kind of, you know, heart disease, diabetes, all of that. I do a number of things. We do biofeedback testing. Uh, using the Zyto technology, we I do and review labs for optimal levels. So many times clients will go into the doctor, have labs drawn, and then everything looks like it's within range and they think they're okay. And they leave there six months later, they go back, doctor says, oh, well, now you have diabetes. Well, if you look at the optimal levels of those numbers, you know, which are a smaller range, you can actually see where you're trending towards diabetes before you ever develop it or heart disease. You can see if you're dealing with bacteria by looking at the neutrophils or viruses by looking at the lymphocytes. So your blood does tell you a lot if you know what you're looking for. So I help to teach clients how to look and read their own labs so that they can prevent these trends from happening. And then we do Evox therapy for the emotional you know, retraining the brain. I do some of Annie Hopper's work as well for the brain retraining, uh, recall healing. Dr. Michelle Schrader is a dear friend of mine. We've worked together now for years. And years ago, we worked on her grandson, Case, who had a brain tumor. So I helped her to figure out what was going on with him and found the tumor. And then she, her and I worked together doing Evox and helping him to resolve the emotional conflict behind him. He's a, he's thriving today with no reoccurrence. 
It Amazing. can be done. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I actually just did an Evox cytoscan with uh, Dr. Michael Rankin senior mm -hmm. and yeah. it was so unbelievable. I was crying and he was crying and it was just <laughs> so, it was so amazing. And uh, the Zytoscan, it's a bioenergetic scan. It's a bioenergetic right. feedback scan. It's a, a similar to Nest Health, but I think it's a, it's much more detailed. And then you yeah. have a very, very uh, also detailed emotional trauma component with the Evox scan, which is the Zytoscan, but it's the emotional trauma scan right Ask and it's a therapy too so it's a it's a scan and a therapy and you know it gives you a ton of information so you take you know the evox and the zyto you look at the labs i do heart rate variability and bia as well and that information that's drawn from that can give you a very detailed picture of the health of the individual and mind, body, spirit all um, shows up with those types of uh, testing. And so it's very helpful because I just got off the phone right before this interview with a client who she was in tears. And she's like, you know, I've been searching and, and this doctors just tell me if I don't do this, I'm going to die. And, you know, they put that trauma on them. And she said, but I don't feel, you know, called to do that. I don't feel that poisoning you know, my body is the right thing to do. And I just want someone to help me, support me, monitor me. And I see that day in and day out where patients are just so frustrated with our medical model and they just need that personalized attention and to feel like there's hope for them and, and give them back the control. You know, it's not no longer, you know, the doctor being the God and, you know, and, dictating everything that they do, but stepping back down to the role of teacher and let me teach you, you know, some tools or give you some tools that you can use to empower yourself to be the healthiest as you can be. And that requires dealing with the physical and the mental and spiritual. Yeah, it's really very upsetting to me when I hear a doctor saying, oh, you have six months to live or there's nothing more that we yeah. can do or it's time to go home to That's the God mentality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, there's always something that you can do. And the doctor is just speaking from his frame of reference and his limited toolkit. Uh, right. that he's told that he can or can't have. So I think right. people need to be aware of who they're speaking to when they're uh, being yeah. told things like that. Yeah, and you need to go in to your doctor works for you and you need to interview them. You need to know what their foundational beliefs are and understand where they're coming from and realize that, you know, they are not God. You know, and they do not know if you are going to live, you know, six months. Dr. Cowden shared a story at one of the conferences where a lady who was diagnosed with a terminal illness, you know, she was an older lady, her children didn't want her to know, doctors said, just take her home, there's nothing we can do for her, you know, she would probably live a month. And so they took her home and they just loved on her and she just loved having all the attention and, you know, she was happy and she lived like 12, 15 years, and they were giving her like a 90th birthday party or something like that. And they're laughing and they're like, Mom, did you know back? You remember when you went to the hospital back so and so, you know, time? She's like, Yeah. The doctors told us that you are not going to survive, you know, because of your uh, illness. 
they said you would die in a month. And did you know that as soon as they told her that, because she she had such high expectations for doctors, she died a month from that day. Hmm. That the, her wow. children shared that with her, you know, after years of just, you know, living. And that's the power of the mind. And that's something that fascinates me. My mother, who died at age 59 when she was younger, had run into a lady who was a palm reader at a company, you know, dinner. And she was just so kind and didn't want to hurt the lady's feelings. So she said, let me look at your palm. And she told her, oh, well, you're not going to live, you know, until you'll die before you're 60. I mean, who tells people that anyway? And my mother, you know, she consciously knew that that was, you know, she couldn't know that, that, you know, those things. And, but she, every so many years, she would make a comment about that. And did you know she died a month before she turned 60? And I, I do believe that things like that get lodged in our subconscious mind. There's a lot of belief patterns that we have that are not good for us and that our lives is not truthful. But when we buy into them, there is a physical action in the body that occurs that leads to and that's that's where you see the mind body connection i love dr michelle stridham and her approach i don't know if you're familiar with her she's an oncologist that is now calling out doctors and saying you know we really have to look at the emotional component to disease we can we have the science to show us what physically happens in the body and what does that mean you know for that person and so she actually goes in and breaks it down very nicely for you and just really challenges physicians to be very careful with their words and you know putting that negativity on their patient instead of inspiring hope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, the, like Dr. Bruce Lipton, his book, The Biology of Belief, yep. at your words, your thoughts, and that your physical body follows those instructions. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be very careful and responsible in how you speak to yourself and speak to other people as well. And, and my father had the same thing. He died from his cancer treatments and he was told by his oncologist that he had less than six months to live. And lo and behold, he died within six months, almost, mm-hmm. you know, within that six month mark. And, and, and I, I do believe it was what the, the physician told him and he really didn't try or really do anything to try to get better besides what the doctor told him because he believed he only had six months uh you know and so i think it it it, uh patterns people's behavior and their expectations they they kind of give up Mm -hmm. right And, and that's so true and then i've been doing this for 25 years now and i can tell you just from the experience the patients who have strong belief and will not buy into the diagnosis that they are given are the ones that are healed and don't have a recurrence. And so, you know, the ones that just kind of go through the motions, but they don't really believe that the therapies are going to benefit them. They've given up. They don't value themselves. They don't believe that they deserve to heal. They don't heal. It doesn't matter what you do. And so, you know, giving people back the tools, you know, because you can say we can talk about how, 
you know, if you believe that you're going to do well, but they don't even know how to get back to that point of belief. And so that's where these uh, modalities like the EVOX and emotion code that Dr. Bradley Nelson does. And, you know, yeah, Caroline Leaf and Annie Hopper and all of these, these are amazing tools that you can learn yourself to use to heal your body and, and heal your family and your friends. And, you know, so I encourage people to educate themselves on these, to become their own doctor, become their own medical detective. And, you know, practitioners like myself and Dr. Rankin, we're only here to kind of help guide you in our expertise, but really you have to become your own doctor, your own medical detective. And you have to do the work. You have to do the work yourself. No one's (laughs) going to do it for you. (laughs) No, no, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, it's a full-time job, let me tell you. Uh, Yeah, well, Dr. Grandma, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, Just such a pleasure. Everyone loves talking about lymph uh, on on our channel and on this podcast. Awesome. (laughs) It's a very popular topic. Um, So thank you so much for coming on. and, And again, tell us where we can learn more about your work and work with you. Yeah, that's definitely. Again, you just can go to our website at Rodway Health and Wellness or contact our office directly. And we'll be glad to, you know, do, we do a 15 minute consult with anyone that's been on your show that heard us on your show. Just let them mention to the staff that uh, they heard you or heard me on your show and we'll give them a 15 minute consult if they have questions about a particular case. We can, I'll be happy to do that. I encourage you too to share with your audience on the juice fasting because you can really purge your lymph. If you do a 30 day juice fast, typically by day 14, you have totally cleaned out the entire lymphatic system. And so, whether it's a 21 or a 30 day, I typically do 30 day juice fast once or twice a year. Uh, to clean every system of the body and that will cut down on, you know, the supplement loads that you have to take and things like that. So it's a great lifestyle tool to have to incorporate and you don't have to start out with a big 30 day. You can gradually start, but when you get to day 14 to 16 is when you're really cleaning the lymphatic system, boosting your immune system. And, uh, you know, those, of your audience that are really concerned about their immune system right now with all the (laughs) press and things like that on the viruses out there, I encourage you the best thing that you can do for your body is to build your immune system so that your immune system, which is what fights off any pathogen in the body, can do its job properly. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you for mentioning that. I like that tip on the juice fasting. That's great. Um, (laughs) One day, one day, I'm going to do a long term (laughs) juice fast. Hasn't happened yet. But I do love juice, but with food. I just eat it with food. Uh, Well, (laughs) Jennifer, thanks so much for coming on the show. And everyone, thank Thank you you so much for tuning in every week. Uh, It's such a pleasure for me to help educate you on how you can be your own best advocate for your health and empower you with uh, the knowledge of all the experts we have on the show every week. So thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next week. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. 
This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.